Hello and welcome to Friday Lines on a Thursday. I'm your host for today, Nikki Sylvester, aka Not OB. He's decided not to show up for the last show. Um, Friday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. Joining me today is MG and we've also got our man for rugby league, all things rugby league, top rope up there in orange. Hi, top rope. Hello, Nikki. Hello, MG. What about that weak gutted dog, OB, not showing up for the final the final episode, we finally get an episode totally devoted to rugby league. Now, maybe for the best, I'm sure we would have led off with the over 60s AFLX international series <laughs> between you know, Mongolia and Uganda as the leading before the grand final of OB here. So we're, we're lucky to be in the steady hands of uh, on Nikki Sylvester. The AFL are in damage control top rope with the uh, sagas going on, so OB's <laughs> not, not allowed out in public <laughs> until this mess has been cleaned up. So he's. Uh, well, I thought he was taking his final interview as Gil's replacement, so. <laughs> <laughs> what a coup, if he was, though. I think he would be, uh, I think he'd be forced to host even as AFL chairman. He wouldn't like the questions coming from you on a <laughs> weekly basis, Top Rope. Oh, and then, to be um, fair, that's no different to this year. <laughs> And so just a few issues um, uh, for the AFL, obviously, after the um, grand final, Joel Salwood retired. What a way to go out. What a champ. What a yes. man of the game. Last three captains now for Geelong have uh, finished their careers with a grand final win. Tom Harley, Cameron Ling, oh, and Tom now Harley. John Selwood. So yeah. it's a uh, yeah interesting stat there that uh, the cats cats uh, captains wanna... are going out on, on top. So yeah. want to go out on a high, don't you? Yep, yeah, yeah no, amazing career. He uh, obviously was a high draft pick, four time mm-hmm. premiership, and now captain. Yeah, um, amazing. As well, and he uh, yeah broke the record of uh, tucks for played forty uh, finals. So that wow. record will take some beating. So yeah, yeah uh, good luck to him. He's uh, he knew he's probably out of petrol tickets. He said he made it six weeks before the uh, the grand final, the decision, and everything like that. But yeah, wow. he played a very good final series, especially the first one, and also he, he lit the first quarter up. Uh, as we mentioned on uh, Monday show, he really did set the scene as the captain for Geelong and sent him on their way. So uh, yeah. he certainly went out the t- near the top of his game. So uh, congratulations to him. And uh, I think the Cats are still celebrating well and truly they've had a big week and it's uh, not going to slow down too uh, too quickly. No, not at all. And, um, and they're going to have a baby. Um, or the baby will be due next year, I think, anyway. So, you know, like on to the next chapter. So that's amazing for him. And um and yeah, the Hawthorne saga gets a little bit deeper, and um, you know, the Dons have got uh, they've got the other Scott brother that looks like he's going to take the top job. So, um, oh, inside word there from you. Isn't that what they're saying? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You guys are all talking up James Head, and I'm like, mm. oh. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But then our our man, our man for the NRL, Nico Hines, he took out the Dally M last night. Top rope. Yeah, it's good to have a sport with some good news stories in it. Uh, Nico <laughs> um, Hines, uh, one of the great fellows in rugby league. Uh, I signed from the Storm. Yeah, it's hard to think 12 months ago he was not in the Storm's best 13. He uh, couldn't knock out Pap, Jerome Hughes or Cameron Munster for his, his spine spots. So I uh, still played a bit last year with, with the injuries. But uh, first year at Cronulla, first year as a starting half. Uh, and went on not only won the Dalian medal, won it with a record-breaking number of votes. So uh, absolutely remarkable. Remarkable effort from from, from Nico Hines. And, uh, yeah, look, the Sharks were disappointed about, say, how their season finished, but they, they found an absolute gem not only uh, with his uh, his on-field play, but his, uh, his decency as a human being off the field as well. Yeah, what a human being. I mean, not only is he easy on the eyes, he obviously seems like a really good bloke. And, um, you know, for rugby league, especially um, 
up in Sydney, you know, they need people like that. They need stories like that. But he just seems like a genuinely good bloke. So um, good luck to him. I'm, I'm wrapped for him. What a champion. To be fair, what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing out of Hawthorne, they could use him down in Melbourne as well, somewhere about decent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. Some of the digs just keep coming. <laughs> Love it. And what else have we got for our little global wrap? We've got the um, Singapore Grand Prix coming up this weekend, which is always great. Everyone loves that because um, it's a little bit of a night race. So um, Max Verstappen, $1.40, Charles Leclerc, four sixty, Sainz, 11 Hamilton, 13 and then George Russell at 17 Come on. If you can bet each way on that, I'd take that at 17 Why not? Better odds than Max Verstappen. How many how many races we got to go here? Only oh. a few more. It's only four or five. Left. And the championships all sewn up. Um, he'd have to literally crash out of everyone and not finish with no points. So um, I'm pretty sure it's over and done. Dollar forty skinny there, top rope. You won't be putting those in your multis, will you, for the Singapore <laughs> night night for I looked down that list there, and dream I knew. I think Fernando Alonso would probably be the only one. Not 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 a motorsport guy. Look, I live very close to Bathurst. That'll be uh, that'll be happening next week. Yeah, doesn't, Bathurst doesn't have the same doesn't have the same uh, same glitz and glamour as the F one, but uh, yeah, it's still just as annoying to me. Really, I love it when they come down Conrad Strait. There's nothing oh. more like to hear the roar of the V eights when they come down that hill and they come down into the straight. Is insane. If you're an Aussie and you've not watched Bathurst. You need to have a good hard look at yourself. I live 45 minutes away from Bathurst, Nikki. I've lived here for a good number of years on this lake and growing up, have had family here the entire time and I have never been anywhere near Bathurst during Bathurst. You know, I actively walk, work to move as far away from it as possible. Oh, my God, I'm going to take you one time. There's, there's <laughs> nothing more bogan than um, Bathurst, but you're going to love it. It's an Australian tradition. And... um. And we've also got the um, US Masters Club coming up. So um, if you have not seen this on our socials, uh, you I don't know how you've missed this, but we've joined forces with the Ankle Breakers Collective and for $50 you can literally get a chance to go with the boys to the Masters next year in Augusta. Like this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I don't know any man who loves golf who doesn't want to go to the, um, to the Masters in Augusta. And as you all know, it's really hard to get there. So the boys have got a package going on. It's worth 25000 and for 50 bucks, you literally get a shot to go. Like you need to sign up to this. It is insane. MJ, can you talk me, tell me a little bit more about this because you're going to be on the, tr- the tour? Yeah, you get to go with Top Rope as well, so it makes it even more inviting. Uh, chance to uh, take some cash off the great man <laughs> on, on the, uh, on the uh, Masters trip. So, yeah, it'll be, uh, there'll be plenty of punning involved as well. So not only if you're just a golfer but if you uh, – if you're partial to the punt, which if you're watching us, you should be. Um, yeah, get along to ankle breakers. Uh, just uh, fill in your details. It only takes uh, up to a minute maybe to uh, pay you $50 to uh, join as a membership and you get a ticket into the draw, which I think will be about two, two and a half weeks away. So you do have some time there to get on and, uh, yeah, come and play some golf with uh, with Top Rope myself and about 20 others. So it should be a great trip. <laughs> Oh, my God, it sounds like an amazing trip. I was having a look at what you're going to do, and I just thought, wow, that's amazing. For $50, honestly, get in. Um, if you've got anyone with birthdays coming up, any man that you need to keep sweet in your life, you know, if you want to make sure that you're going to get a good Christmas present, isn't this a good way to do it? Um, 50 bucks, Ankle Breakers Collective. I'm sure all the details are on our socials as well. Get amongst that. And um, the NFL podcast, Third and Long, the boys will be um, in here tomorrow to do that with Grant and Top Rope. Um, remember, the betting packages are $22 a week, massive weekend of NFL coming up. So make sure you get that at Little Betty TV, $22 a week. And you can either take both packages or the boys have both got some packages. They both started on fire. Um, oh, yeah. 
uh, even though I've been off the show this year, I'm in studio when we're uh, when we're producing it. So just quickly, Top Rope started nine and four with a draw, and uh, Jerry started seven and four. Oh, so three awesome. weeks in, they're both uh, ahead of the count comfortably at this stage. So uh, definitely for twenty two dollars a week, mm. um, it's great value, and also get along to the podcast because they go through eight or nine TV games as well. So it's well worth the watch if you're interested in your NFL punting. Okay, so now we're going to have a quick look at the Friday game, the 10.15am game. So that's the Miami Dolphins taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Dolphins undefeated, are they, this year, Top Rope? Uh, Dolphins are unbeaten, yeah. Oh, um, wow. They will go into this game as just the fourth team in the last decade to have won and covered uh, their first three games uh, of the year. And uh, uh, Bengals does not at all, so... That's amazing. That Have a look at the difference in the prices there. That is the Miami Dolphins at $2.68 and they're undefeated and the Cincinnati Bengals at $1.49 and the Lions are flat four and the over under 46 and a half. Wow. Early money's been for the Bengals too, hasn't it, top rope? It's gone from two and a half to four, something like that. Yeah, and I'm on the Bengals as well here. Uh, okay. Uh, just a little note, three and a half uh, plus dogs in week one to four and non-divisions off a win, 22-31 and one against the spread. So that, that favours the Bengals there. Uh Miami got in a bit of a letdown spot. They had their division rivals, the all conquering Buffalo Bills last week. They played 30, around 39, 39 plays. It was a, a very, very strange win. Good luck to those of us who are on, but it's a very, very strange win. So uh, Bengals have covered seven straight against a winning team, six and one off a win. Uh, no knock on Miami here. Not a huge deal of confidence here, but leaning towards the Bengals, leaning a little towards the over as well. Uh, over hit here at 60.3% when there is an underdog off a win. So uh, slightly in the over, but not a lot of confidence either. We'll, uh, we'll be saving up your players for, uh, for, for Monday morning. All right, let's get into the NRL action because we've got two grand finals over the weekend. Remember, Friday Lines is proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Now, the big game. Sunday night, 7.30 p.m., Penrith taking on Parramatta. Penrith, $1.35. The Parramatta, $3.25. The line's 8.5 and, and the over-under, 38. Top rope. Yeah, look, great game. Battle of Western Sydney. This game sold out very, very quickly. Actually impossible to get a ticket even from, from, from scalpers at the moment. It's uh, absolutely, this is the game the NRL would have absolutely desired. And this is the game that they have got. So uh, well done to, to the NRL for... Uh, uh, I won't say manufacturing it, but they certainly, these two teams got every decision to get to the grand finals. So, uh, well played by them. They've got the, uh, they've got the big game thereafter. These teams have a great, great rivalry. I won't, I won't bore everyone with the history of this rivalry, but, uh, uh the Penrith team was, was very much born out of, out of the Parramatta team in 1967. Uh, took Penrith a long time to get going, played their first finals 18 years later in 1985 and got absolutely smoked by the, uh, uh, who else but the Paramount Reels? Uh, these guys played a controversial final last year. Uh, Paramount are on top, uh, on the on the verge of scoring, and uh, a Penrith player lays down, trying to call for time off, and uh, matched up for five minutes, and Paramount regrouped and, 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 and held firm. So, uh, not a lot of love lost between these two. Uh, when it comes to kind of yeah the matchups. You know, the clear best player on the field is is Nathan Cleary. Penrith are a team without many weaknesses. Concern last week uh, against the Bunnies was that they uh, may have been a little rusty. They hadn't really played a full hard game for a, you know, a month and hadn't played a full hard game with Nathan Cleary for, for, for a couple of months. They got a little while going in South. They were down 12 nothing, but then five minutes for half time, 
scored a try, scored a very, very fortunate try uh, on half-time and blew, blew the uh, uh, rabbits out of the water there. I'm happy to put to bed the idea that Ringrus will, will, will play a factor here. I think Penrith will be fully on the song for this one. Uh, Parramatta, they've, they've marched to this final. They've got hot at the right time of year. This is something that hasn't really been the case over the last three or four years. Great Arthur's obviously done some tweaking. They've got a, a, a ferocious pack, interesting selection. Nathan Brown clearly chosen on the bench to, 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 to let's be honest, to absolutely lay out Nathan Cleary. He's there to smash him at every opportunity. So uh, if he spends some time in the bin, if the bet on Sin Bins, I would be quite happy to have a little wager on Nathan Brown being in the update his one sole job is to go out and wreak havoc. So, um, and I think it's, I think it's a good selection decision as well. So, uh, their weakness though, and there's, a, there's a, some glaring, a couple of glaring weaknesses for for Hills in terms of matchups is is their outside backs. They've obviously got Marcus Sebo, he's fantastic. Will Penasini has been a very very good in his first full season as a centre, but Wonga Blake and Bailey Somerton are the two worst players on the field. They struggle under the high ball. Stonington's going to have to cop it on the uh, uh, on the wing there, but, but Blake will certainly be added on the goal line because clearly loves to kick through his centres. Some big, big concerns there. So um, from, a, from a matchup point of view, I said it's been relatively close early for Penrith runaway. If it late, I'm leaning towards the minus. Uh, you know, Penrith have been very reliable as a big favourite, covered 17 of 23. Grand Finals favourites have covered nine of the last thirteen, so uh, leaning towards the Panthers there. But the the best play in this game, the best player I've seen in the Grand Finals for a long, long time, under thirty eight and a half points. It ticks every box for me. Thirteen of the last sixteen uh, games between the Eels and the Panthers have gone under the total. None of the last sixteen have totaled more than forty six. There's just no upside in, in a lot of points being scored here. The fierce rivalry adds to it. Yeah, seven of the last eight grand finals have totaled 40 or fewer. So, look, the games have been so low scoring, similar origins, and three of the last four have tallied 27 or less. So, uh, which is, you know, in this day and age, is, is a remarkably low scoring game. Uh, yeah, the unders are big on Ben Perth on the road and are at night. I'm not, I think they can shut down the Parramatta attack. Parramatta ran away with it two starts back when uh, Nathan Cleary got the scan off. The game went under. Uh, when they met in the first week of the finals. I, I don't see a lot of points in this one. I am loading up on the under 38 and a half. Okay, thanks, Top Rope. Under 38 and a half there. MG, you got any questions? I'm sure you want to ask about some of the exotic markets. Yes, Top Rope. Mm-hmm. Have you got uh, you got a tip there for first try scorer and the uh, Churchill medal? Yes, so uh, let's start with uh, the Churchill medal. Um, well, Nathan Cleary is the obvious one, and you're not going to spoil the price, so... I well, think you need to have a little something on him to say. He, he will create history if he wins the first ever to win back-to-back, but there is a pretty clear profile of players who win a Churchill medal. They are representative players, players who have played rep footy before. They are usually yeah, full-backs, five-backs or half-backs. Hookers are severely under, uh, under-indexed in this award. Yeah, the great Cameron Smith, who won everything there was to win individual and team honours, despite playing, you know, I think, nine grand finals, never won a Churchill medal. Uh, which is which is incredible. So I'm kind of avoiding, you know, I think Appy Corsair is, is, is a really good player and we'll, we'll, we'll go close. So I think this, um, and no outside backs ever won the award. So no central wingers ever won the award. So just put a line through them from the get-go. So 
look, I'm I'm leaning towards Nathan Cleary. Uh, as uh, well as he is the obvious selection, so we'll be standing into him. Uh, we'll be having a little bit on uh, Isaiah Yo. Um, he's played Origin, obviously, he's firmly in the rep selection calculations, and uh, there is a deep, deep affection for him among uh, among the rugby league elite, I'd say. So, a bit of him for, for your out wide. I know, uh, I know MG nailed, nailed his 40 to 1 shot in the uh, Norm Smith. Uh, last week. So I'm way out wide. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Perth prop James Fisher-Harris so we can get 30 to 1 on him. Uh, there's a few things that say his numbers are, are fantastic. Big hit-up merchant really stands out. Uh, but, yeah, it can bust tackles and is not averse to, to kind of crashing over the line either. So uh going to be game for him. He's my, uh, my rough one. In terms of the try scorers, um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of tries in it. But there's a few little angles to play here. I think if you can get any bet on a try being scored in the last eight to ten minutes, and there there are different marks that you definitely want to be on there. I think in seven of the last ten grand finals, we've seen a try scored in the last ten minutes. Often get scored late, uh, so I'll, I'll be backing that. Um, Wingers have scored first try score, first try score in five of the last ten grand finals. Taylor May's been ruled out. I can't have Charlie Staines. Brian Tor is the the favourite. Deservedly so, I'll, I'll be looking to him. But centers also have a great, great record as well. And Penrith love going towards their left center. So uh, Isaac Tunga uh, might be the one for, for, for me as the, uh, as the best result. I'm usually one to play edge back rowers as well. Edge back rowers have a diabolical try scoring record in rare finals. So I'll be avoiding uh, your Guillermo Kikau and your Liam Martins in, in this decider. So uh, they're, they're, they'll be the two we're looking at. And not so much first try scorers. I'm not sure whether he will start or not. He, he came off the bench last time at Coruscant and may well do so again. But I think he is good value as an anytime try scorer. that you can get about six, six fifty value. Scored last week. He he lists for these big games. I'm happy to kind of have him as an anytime try scorer. What um for the first try scorer, I like my man Toto. I know he's he's up near the top of the count, so it's no surprise there. But just for a winger, how many? I know you say it's going to be a low-scoring game, but how many tries would someone like Toto have to score to be in contention for the Dallium? Is it like three? So it's like Churchill. No, he could. There's been wingers. There's been wingers have scored three and not got the the, the Churchill. A winger is almost never going to win. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take 150 to one about Toto right now. Like he, he is a winger who probably would profile the best for it in terms of he busts a lot of tackles. He does a lot of work. His numbers are up there. He's not just kind of flopping over the line. Wingers just aren't important enough. Like they just, they just, they just don't. They, just, they don't get the award. This award's been going since 1986. Uh, I, I can't think of a winger or centre who's come close to this award. So, um, yeah, I, I, I could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be touching any of those uh, eight players at 150 on a short. What happens if they do get to Cleary early in this game and they? Manage to maybe even knock him out top rope. That opens up the medal, doesn't it? You might have to uh, get around top sports for the live betting then. Doesn't only open up the medal; it opens up the entire game for Paramount. So look, this this is yeah. The NRL's kind of created a rod for its own back here with this hat trade. Don't get me wrong; I'm all for protecting the head, but this mandatory stand down period, while very little happens to the player who, who actually does the uh, the infringement. Yeah, it was crazy. There is no, to me. I, I I don't understand why Parramatta wouldn't go out and give uh, Nathan Cleary a whack around the head, even if you're down to twelve players. Parramatta's chances are better 
12 on 13 against the non Nathan Cleary Panthers side, then playing 13 on 13 with Nathan Cleary free and easy. So uh, Nathan Cleary goes down. Every bit of analysis out the, is out the, out, out the window. Uh, it's just game one. It's just going to be an absolute free for I think that's what Parramatta meant with it. Did, yeah. did you read his piece in The Guardian where he said Nathan Cleary was clearly the best player in the league? Um, so obviously now he's just saying take him out. I mean, game's open. Yeah. Is, are you just chatting to Parramatta? Like are you giving them your game plan? I would never give Parramatta a game plan. There's, there's, there is there's two things that make me happy in rugby league. You hear the Bull, a Bulldogs premiership or Parramatta not winning a premiership. It's been a long <laughs> time since a Bulldogs premiership. So I haven't got much to live for at the moment. So the non-Parramatta premiership uh, years have been uh, – been something we've had 36 straight years of this, so I, I don't think I could tolerate it. I don't think I would swallow a I find it very hard to, to, to kind of conceptualize the fact that I'm uh, cheering on Penrith in the grand final because this is not a team I like in any way, shape, or form. But here we are. Call for Sydney last week to show some form of something in the grand final. They come out meek and mild, and look what happened to them. So if Parramatta's game plans to get after Cleary, um, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, it's like origin like feeling, and they are. Uh, have more than one crack at him too. If that's the way to get home for the premiership, it's all or nothing, isn't it? For- oh, 100%. And, I mean, you know, they allow a little bit of argy-bargy too, the NRL. Like in, you know, like you see it in Origin, they're allowed to have a little bit of rough and tumble and, you know, the AFL wouldn't allow it. But the NRL do, and I think that's the thing. Like if you're going to you're gonna sit out some games next year, who cares if you win the premiership? If you go back-to-back, who cares? Have you got a tip for the Churchill, Nikki? Who have you got? Um, For the Churchill? Um, no, I hadn't thought about the Churchill, but first try scorers are where I'm where I like, I like oh. to have a bit of fun on the first try score. Um, so I thought, um, I thought Edwards was an okay bet. Um, I think he's eight bucks or something for first try score. Might be more. And um, Crichton too. Crichton got the try in last, got the key try in last year's grand final too. That was lifting big games. So I think there's plenty of value on Crichton for sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I think he's thirteen dollars or something. Plenty of. Game. We also have now. If you didn't think that the Parramatta men were any good. The women's have made it to the grand final as well. Like, I don't know. That's like, that's amazing. Like, how long has it ever been? No, they wouldn't have had that happened in the two grand finals because obviously the NRLW hasn't been around long enough. But that's amazing. Like, the women have also made it and Newcastle. So, on Sunday afternoon, 2.55 p.m., the Newcastle Knights ladies are going to take on the Parramatta ladies. Um, so, Newcastle $1.45, Parramatta $2.75. The lines are flat six. Top rope, you just told me before that the Newcastle was um, immoral. Oh, they are absolute lay-down certainties. What's what's most amazing about this game is Parramatta have made the grand final with one win in the regular season. That's just what a debacle the final system is. How does that final. work? The Eels won one game, finished equal with the, the Broncos and the Titans, got there on differential and then stunned the Roosters last week. And all of a sudden, they're in a grand final and game away from the premiership would be embarrassing for the NFL. What kind of competition is this, Top Rope? Can you show this that, on television? Come on, mate, seriously. Well, show on television because people... Watching them, Jan, like both the AFLW and the AFL Grand Final, people are actually watching this. So, one win, um, in, one win, and you can win a Grand Final. That's, that's amazing, extraordinary. Well, the the good thing is they're not going to win a Grand Final. The good thing is they're going to get absolutely smoked. Uh, this Newcastle team, they were winless last year, uh, and they went and made some key buys. They bought uh, Millie Boyle, who was Dalian uh, Player of the Year last year. They signed Tamika Upton, who was the best player in the game by a country mile. They've got seven-year-old prodigy Jesse Southport at, at, at halfback, the great Kiro Dibbert, far late, and this team is has swept all the four. They played some George uh, Elroy the last two weeks, fighting over that second or third best team now behind the Roosters. Uh, smoked them both times, absolutely smoked them, played some great rugby league. Uh, Upton was back last week, and she's just levels above. She's going to carve Parramatta to shreds. So uh, 
I, I don't see the Eels getting anywhere close to this. I'll be backing the minus six. And if I can get on some 13 plus, and if they happen to be with, you know, come on, bookies, put up any extended lines, your 19 pluses, your 25 pluses, I'll be on the, uh, the Knights. Rick Flair, love it to finish <laughs> yeah. off the season. He's looking for 25 plus. Uh, the, uh, the, the the big bets will not be on the uh, the NRL grand final. They'll be on the NRLW grand final. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you both love your W's. I mean, this is great. All right, I love it. I love it. I'm going to watch it because, um, as I keep saying, the girls look amazing. I really like watching the NRLW because it just shows you that they're actually th- – their skill set just looks a little bit more than the AFLW. And as you said, MGs, because they don't have as many teams. Um. Cannot believe they only won once and now they're playing in the grand finals. <laughs> um, that's that's crazy. All right, we'll get all amongst Newcastle and their girls and um, and hopefully they get the W for you. And, um, you know, you heard it here. He just said it. If you can find 13 plus or any of those crazy markets and the book- bookies put them up, take it. He's all over it. Morals. Okay, punters, the GGOA for the NRL Grand Finals, and he's probably going to have some NRLW in there as well. $22, can get that in the Little Birdie TV shop. He is going to have a million bets. He told me he's up to $772,000 just before, so he's working hard for your dollars. So $22, and imagine all the bets he's going to have for the two NRL Grand Finals this Sunday. Get it? You won't be upset that you did. Now we're going to get into a really exciting thing that the boys have got starting on Saturday. This is the Master Punter Semifinals because the boys are doing a live stream. MG, talk me through this because I had a good look at it and I had a little bet and I told you I, I picked yes. a team already. Yes, you did. I did. Are you going to reveal the team yeah, or are you just going to wait for me to go through it first? No, no, I went with the Don because I was like, you know, okay. I just The young buck. That's who uh, you've gone with, haven't you? Well, he, he was easy on the eye, so I thought if I had to watch it, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> oh, want. You <laughs> Top rope, she won't be watching it. She'll be out at Flemington doing her best, seriously. She won't be watching this. But no, no, the boys have put uh, a lot of work into this, Scooty mm-hmm. and uh, the racing boys. So as you can see there on the screen, it's the Masters Punter semifinals. They're betting uh, against an opponent in this, against top sports all day. So you can actually go and get your invest into shares between $50 and $1,000 through top sport, and you can pick a side. So either Racing Rant are taking on Racing Watch, which is uh, – John Walters' mm-hmm. team, who's on the uh, <coughs> pod every week, and then we've got MacBet with John McLeod against your young buck, uh, the Don, as mm-hmm. he's been called, Anthony Don. So you can uh, pick a side, get the bets. It'll be great viewing, I'm sure, for Turnbull and Epsom Day. So, uh, yeah, make sure you log on from midday onwards, and it goes, goes through to about 6 o'clock. And then the two winners will play off uh, two weeks later, I believe, and uh, the winning prize, the uh, the captain of the team, will also join us on the Masters next year. So Wow. Um, yeah, so they've got a bit to play for, yep. be action-packed, and uh, I think we've got a few live crosses during the stream as well. I think cool. they're going to go get some mounting yard report yep. from uh, from Nico mm-hmm. and uh, even maybe a surprise guest yourself, <laughs> I believe, might uh, make an appearance for your uh, your fashion thing, which we're going to talk about shortly. So yep. top rope of what you know of the boys. Uh, who, who's your pick out of the four for going for, for this? Have you done any form or who are you going to follow? I do know that Anthony Dog did some tremendous work for me in first try scoring close for the Gold Coast Titans for many years, so I'm going to go, he's done his best. There you go. Jeez. We've doubled up on the Don. Yes. Sweet. Now, if he's listening, get amongst it, okay, mate? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> he's, he's carrying some weight. <laughs> By the time he sees his show, he'll be a bit flat. He's got you two on board. <laughs> but uh, No, nah, good luck to all of them. It should be great viewing and yep. uh, looking forward to the outcome. And as you said, two, the two winners play off in the final a couple of weeks later, so yep. we're getting bang for our buck there. And, um, and if you just want to learn a little bit more about the boys, um, if you go to our YouTube channel, um, there's a little bit of a bio and um, some interviews with the boys, which is how I um, learned a little bit more about them because I only really know about John Walter. Um, so it's good viewing if you want to have a quick look and then decide and then, yeah, log on and, and invest.
Yeah, be plenty of betting. Oh, no doubt. What a day's racing we've Great got coming racing. up on Saturday. Yep. All right, what's next? Our fashion comp. Your fashion comp. <laughs> what do you got for us? This is Nikki's wheelhouse. So this is uh, this. Also, out starting on Saturday, we are running uh, Trackside Glamour and Style, which sure. is our fashion comp for any uh, females that go to the races Australia-wide. This will be so six, five Saturdays in a row plus the Geelong Cup. Mm-hmm. So there'll be six uh, heat winners, for a better word, will go into a final. Uh, chance to win ownership in a horse. It'll be raced by uh, Price and Kent Jr., so get amongst it's free to enter. All you gotta do is post your pick onto our Instagram handle at Little Birdie TV. And the judging panel, which Nikki, you are chairperson, I believe, part of the judging panel will pick a winner the next day or the Monday. Yeah. And uh all the finals will be invited to our racing day, which is yet to be announced on after cup day. You are hosting that at Jaconi's. I am, I am. Yeah. So this is um this is something we're really, really excited to do because if you are into racing, if you want to just get or if this is your first foray into racing, I mean, what better trainer to get involved with than Price Kent? Um obviously they've got the star Jackano at the moment is going to run in the Everest. Um, they are an amazing outfit. They're great trainers. They're great guys to get amongst. Um, so we were really lucky to partnership with this um, with this for them. Um, so we are aiming to purchase the horse at the Magic Millions next year. Um, if the right horse isn't available, then it will just go to the next sale. Um, but basically, get along to the races. You're going to be going anyway because we've got the most amazing spring carnival lineup. Whether you're in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, wherever you go racing, also the country tracks. Um, so basically, you're going to be at the races. Take a photo of yourself um, in your outfit. As um, MG said, just tag Little Birdie TV. We're going to be going through all of the entrants, probably take us a day or so. On a Monday, we will announce the winner. That weekly winner will get a prize, and it's a magnum of champagne. So it's uh, well worth your while if you're <laughs> anything like me. And then um, the six winners will be invited to come down to um, Melbourne to attend our fashion lunch and then obviously you're going to parade yourself and then there'll be a major prize winner and that major prize winner is obviously getting the ownership opportunity in the horse so um you know it is amazing we are so excited to be doing this i can't wait i mean obviously i can't enter but listen please if you're into racing you want to get into racing you just want to race a horse with some really good people like us who enjoy racing and (laughs) don't mind going to the races this is for you and it's free to enter you know and you're going to be at the races anyway so um Boys, if you're listening, get your girls. Make sure you get them dressed up and out to the races as well and, um, you know. Yep. All the details will be on our website uh, exactly. in the next day or so So um, with the full list of prizes mm-hmm. and the T's and C's and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how it's going. <laughs> Can't wait. And um, obviously, Grace and I will be at the races on Saturday, so we'll um, we'll try and find a few people that we think are, you know, just <laughs> in our wheelhouse and be like, come on, enter, enter. Jeez. Not for bo- not for the boys, unfortunately. Top rope. So uh, you've got the masters. How greedy do you want to be? Yeah, I know. But top rope likes to get in his suit, get to the races, take a few fashion shots. So uh, well, they always say that the male models from orange. If the if the females takes off this year, we'll do an autumn one for the males. Top yes. rope, where we can include you. Yeah, why not? I'll be uh, I'll be millions and drifting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So that has been us for today, and that is our last show for this year. I know I said this on Monday, but here we go. Friday Lines is done for the year. Um, obviously, thanks to OB for not showing up today, um, but happy to step in for you. So remember, follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, download the podcast everywhere you could get your good podcast from. Remember, follow the live stream on Saturday with the boys because that's going to be heaps of fun. Um, we are Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Insta. All your betting for sport and racing is at topsport.com.au. 
Thank you to Borco, the man every week who puts all this together. Obviously, Top Rope and MG for your invaluable input to both codes. Obviously, our sponsors, Top Sport, Punting Form and Manscaped. Thank you so much. What a year. On behalf of OB, he's had the best time ever. He is going to get the top job and he's still going to stay with Little Birdie. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye.